Let's go! Who's up next? What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Xbox Empire, your weekly dose of all things Xbox on the PSVG Podcast Network. The usual crew's here. Me, Kevin. We're both here. We're here. We're going to talk some Xbox. But tonight is a special show as we welcome Randa Althor, Rand, from the Xbox Two Podcast over to the Xbox Empire. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for uh, having me. Sorry we couldn't do this the week before. I think originally it was uh, the week Microsoft was going to do the game showcase or the week yeah. after, but I was completely burnt out. Everybody wanted me to be on a podcast. I think I did like five in a row, and I'm like, no, oh. I'm definitely coming on. I just can't do it like yeah. right away. So, it so here we are, and we got we got some huge news to talk about. So I couldn't ask for anybody better to be on this show because I think you're going to fill in a lot that um, I don't think myself or Kev could bring. Um, but yeah, we were supposed to have you on a couple weeks ago, and um, I actually didn't reach out to confirm because I listened to all of your shows and I was following you around on YouTube, and I was like, dude, he's he's spent. Like I could I could hear <laughs> it in your voice from having listened to you for so long. Um, so for folks that may not know you, I know you through the Xbox Two podcast that you do with Jez Corden from Windows Central. Jez Corden is must follow stuff if you're into Xbox. He's got all the news all the scoops instant reactions windows central kills it they've on they've leaked all the things like they're the place you want to go to they're definitely the source now um but you hit the scene way beyond your podcast you broke a million excuse me a million (laughs) gamer score live on the e3 stage kevin while he was playing ori ori of course the the (laughs) game um dude how the hell does one get a million gamer score (laughs) One gets a million gamer score by playing a lot of games for a long period of time. That is, uh, and playing, uh, not uh, great games that aren't very good. Like, I have played <laughs> games like Barbie and, uh, you know, Hannah Montana and stuff. All to, what do you, all, all to play Wait, those, you, those games just to get that sweet, sweet gamer score, you know? You just said games that are not good. You labeled two awesome games. Yeah, I don't know what I you're did. talking about. I mu- you must have been referring to Ori being the bad guy. Oh, <laughs> Kevin is an Ori hater. You haven't lived until you play uh, Barbie Puppy Rescue for a thousand gamer score. <laughs> I'm adding it to the list now. Um, Rand also has fifty thousand followers on Twitter. Um, congratulations! I saw you break the mark and uh, yeah. fifty thousand on YouTube. I, I'm oh, not, I'm sorry. Uh, That's what I meant to say. Fifty thousand on Twitter would be ridiculous too. I don't even tweet that much, uh, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like. I don't really have much to say on Twitter where like, you know, some people are like, I need to tweet out everything I'm doing. I'm not one of those people. Like, Mm. I don't even know what to say on Twitter half the time. I go back and forth. Um, A lot of times I'll jump into something when it's streaming, like, uh, like I just commented on my board of education things, but it's, it's like, um, it's a net negative. I think it's, it's never like beneficial for my health. Like I feel like I get in a crummier mood, the more active on Twitter (laughs) I am, like as Twitter activity goes up, my mood goes down. Um, so I'm constantly going back and forth, back and forth from how much I want to use it. So like, I'll use it a lot for a day when there's news happening and then I'll just kind of turn it off for a week. So 
but yeah, I meant to say it on YouTube because you do weekly, almost daily updates on Xbox news, at least leading up into the launch of this thing. You've had enough news to cover. And uh, almost any time anything drops, there you are with a, with a video, usually bring up all the sources and everything. So as a big fan of both yours and Jez's, um, I have to say that if anybody out there listening to this show, obviously, if you're an Xbox fan and you're not subscribed to Rand on YouTube, if you're not listening to Xbox Two podcast, you should, because in addition to being both uh, insiders, yes, Rand, you are an insider. <laughs> no, 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 I am not. I refuse to label myself as that. <laughs> and also being the most filmic podcast the filmic on the indeed. E- very very filmic um i love your two i love your your banter your back and forth the go between you two have a very good uh simpatico relationship uh your your subtle digs at each other's points but all the while keeping it friendly and it's just a very entertaining show and it's always a really good deep dive and again as a podcaster we've been doing this for many many years now um i'd like to show credit to other folks that i do it guys i mean if you listen to me then by all means you should be listening to them because they're who i listen to so, right. <laughs> in a lot of ways, when uh, when I took over the Xbox Empire and we tried to re retool in a lot of ways, when I was looking for hosts and setting up this format of the show, we just kind of mimic the Xbox Two podcast. You know, iron sharpens iron. So, man, thanks, I, Rand. That is a huge compliment. And uh, you know, if Jazz was here, he'd say he really appreciate appreciates appreciates that. Um, yeah, you know, when me and Jazz started it out, it was just one of those things where we would talk in Skype. Uh, about what was going on and we decided hey let's do a podcast together and that's basically how xbox 2 came to fruition and um i don't know if you know tim dog yeah uh the one and only he pushed me to make a youtube channel back in 2016 so i filed his advice and you know we're leading up into the launch of the new consoles and there's tons of stuff always happening so it's like people want people want more videos like there was a time where i would i would do less but then people keep on messaging me like, I want more stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, more stuff. It's insatiable. You know, it takes it takes like two to three hours to make a video. Sometimes right. if you want to go further, it's like four or five, depending on how much effort and editing you want to do. So, um, you know, I like doing it uh, right now. I'm, sometimes you get burnt out with, like with anything, podcasting, making videos. But mm-hmm. uh, it's been it's been a wild ride, though. It's a lot Tim of fun. is an actual console warrior. He takes on all comers on Twitter. Yes, he does. All day. <laughs> I see him. I'm just like, I don't, I don't have it in me. All right. Um, we have a lot of news to break down and specifically as the title of the show is called Halo Infinite delayed to 2021 bombshell of a news story dropped yesterday. I don't think anybody could have pegged this one. Um, even though I know a lot of people were actually asking for it. So let's just go go ahead and get into it. I know you have, we've got many questions. I have six or seven questions here to get through. Microsoft has announced Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. The game was originally set to launch alongside the console uh, during this holiday, which we now know to be November. 343 Studio head Chris Lee cited several developmental challenges in addition to remote working during COVID-19 as a rate as a reason for the delay. Now, Microsoft turns uh, Xbox Series X attention away from Halo. Uh, their entire marketing has been Halo. Almost everything they said has tied to Halo. And Kevin and I on our podcast have brought up many times that a lot of the Xbox Series X um, marketing points, ray tracing and 4K and, and all the things we weren't actually seeing in Halo. So we actually thought it was kind of weird that they kept saying that, um, that they, they were tied so close together. But now that Halo is not there... Microsoft went ahead and launched a blog post where they reminded everybody of the 50 other games that are coming to the Xbox Series X, console exclusives like Scorn and the Medium, games across four generations uh, touting their backwards compatibility. 
Um, so I'm going to open up the conversation to get everybody's reactions to this juggernaut story with a question. Um, Ty asks, how long do you, how long of a delay do you think this will be? Is there anything Xbox can do to fill the void? So Rand, I know you've already published a video, but if you could go ahead and let our listeners know, what did you think about Xbox delaying this game? Well, I mean, I think there's two things here. One, I think it's great for Halo. I think it absolutely needed to be delayed. Um, I had heard for a while that once uh, work from home hit over at Xbox, where all the developers had to build the games from home, 343 was not equipped to build that big of a game from home. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of problems. Work basically came to a standstill, and they still wanted that game for launch because it is a huge linchpin to Xbox Series X. It is the title. I mean, yeah, they put out a blog post saying you can play Assassin's Creed Valhalla and the Medium and the Scorn, and those are all great games. Valhalla is going to be huge, but like Medium and the Scorn are kind of good appetizers, right? They're not like a main course. Yeah. I mean, they might be a main course for someone out there, but most people are going to be like, I'm going to play Halo. Now that's gone, there's a huge void. And to try to help get that game out for launch, they basically took a bunch of developers from Playground and Turn 10 and all the Xbox studios, put them on that game, as well as outsourced to try to get it ready. And just judging from that demo we saw at the July Games Showcase, it wasn't ready. No matter what they said about how it looked, um, it just didn't seem like it was ready for primetime. And especially for a game that was about to launch in four months, I felt if they... if if 343 felt like it needed to be delayed, then they should delay it, right? And you only get one chance to make a good first impression. Halo has kind of been on the decline a little bit since Bungie left, since the start of the Xbox One gen. And we're in an era where there's so many living platform games that have a huge audience. Fortnite, um, Call of Duty, Warzone, Apex Legends, like you name it, Rainbow Six Siege, all these games that have all these millions of players. And if you launch Halo in a subpar state, whether you don't have enough maps or modes or cosmetics or well-thought-out battle pass, if the campaign isn't as long as it should be, or maybe it's just part one, it's not complete, then people will play it, sure, but then they won't stick around. And they'll just go back to the games they were playing. So you absolutely had to launch the game in the best shape it could be. Like, don't settle for 80 Metacritic where people play it for a week and then move off. You want to settle for high 80s, 90, we're like, yes, Halo's back. We have everything we need. The game looks great. It takes advantage of Series X. It has ray tracing at launch. It's doing 60 frames in the campaign, 120 in multiplayer. It's got a battle pass that's well thought out. It's great for you know retaining those users. And you go from there. You do your 10-year uh, plan. So they needed to do this for Halo uh, to make it, you know, to kind of continue the upswing it's seen this year because they, you know, the PC players really got into Master Chief Collection. However, it is a gigantic hole for Series X, guys. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any other way to say it. Like, it is a system that they are now basically... It is so reminiscent to the Xbox One X at this point. They launched that mid-gen yeah. upgrade console with no first-party games. The only sure. game that came out was from Super Lucky's Tale, which was an external partner, right? No other first-party games. And it was sold on the idea of this is the best place to play your third-party games, like Assassin's Creed Origins. And what happened now? It's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it's mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, it's Watch Dogs and all that stuff. And yeah, they're going to play the best on the system, and that's great. But then you have Game Pass, which you throw in there, but it's so... it's. I look at him like, man... And I understand, like, you don't want to watch other first-party games around Halo because they would just kind of take the wind away from it. Sure. Like, we're not even getting a Forza either, so removing that game, I understand 
some people would be like, you know what? The Series X isn't a day one buy anymore. I mean, it's, we're, we live in unprecedented times. Who knows what the economy and people's job security are going to be like when this system launches. They might not be able to afford $500 or $300 for the rumored cheaper system. They might be like, you know what? I'm, I'm good holding off until next year, until Halo. Mm-hmm. I, I think Halo comes out in May. I think it's a six-month delay. Okay. That would be my guess, May. Before June, uh, that's when Microsoft's fiscal year ends, um, I believe, at the end of June, if I'm not mistaken. So I think they want Halo out before the fiscal year is completely over, which would be May. I guess it's possible it's a full year, full, full year delay and comes out in November, but something just tells me we're looking at a delay till May. I was um, I wanted to ask you about that because um, they delayed it for a lot of the challenges that they're facing, and a lot there's really no evidence to to presume that those challenges are going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I was going to ask, because I know a lot of people are suggesting that it's six months or three months, it'll be out, you know, March and things like that. Um, how much work do you think Halo needs? When, when I watched the, the gameplay demo, now I got to admit, Rand, I'm not a Halo person, never have been. I, I've been playing some of the campaigns through the Master Chief Collection and, uh, it's just never been my thing. Um, I've never connected to it. I know it's your favorite franchise. So you're, this is what I was meaning earlier when I said you were, like the best source I could possibly have here. <laughs> I'm a Fable person. I like Fable and Ori. And Ooh, you gotta be like, excited Fable's coming back. I'm man. so excited. You have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. how much can a video game, how much can a developer do to a game like Halo Infinite and all the things that it's setting out to do in six months? And then how much can they do in six months in this climate? I, I kind of feel like it's probably a year. We may not play it until it, next it, fall. It's, it very well could be, and they didn't give a time frame. They just said 2021. They didn't say, you know, summer or quarter one, quarter two. So they left it wide open, presumably because like, well, if it's not ready for launch, then take as long as you need to get that game absolutely to where it needs yep. to be. So you don't really need to set a timetable. Um, that's a good question. Like, we live in weird times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're still going to be doing that. I think, I think they wanted to do a multiplayer beta and because of how everybody was like rushing to get this game out, just wasn't in the cards. Same thing with ray tracing. It just was one of those things where it's like, yeah, we we don't we can exit because we just need to get the game out and we'll patch it later. But you give the team an extra, you know, let's say it comes out in May, so you give them an extra, essentially six months from when it should have been out. Maybe you do have some flighting. Maybe you do have some beta tests to kind of tweak the multiplayer in the way uh, that you you can with a huge like. With like a huge test. Maybe even you buy Series X in the fall, and wouldn't you know it, Halo Infinite has a multiplayer beta available right around then mm-hmm. where people can test it out uh, you know, and get some feedback and they some can kind of fix that stuff. stuff. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like along those lines. Probably won't happen, but I mean, they did promise, if you recall, back after the disaster that was Master Chief Collection that every future Halo game would have a beta it's of true. some kind. So I think I think they'll be able to do that. They'll obviously probably get ray tracing in, so the game on Series X will look like the problem with Halo, especially at the game showcase, was it didn't look like an Xbox Series X game. Well, then again, we don't we don't even know what an Xbox Series X game looks like because we haven't seen footage I was of any game say running that. on the system. So what they showed, I I mean, we recorded our live reactions. I'm on record. Yeah. I was kind of into it. I I Me understand too. that it it's not. The Last of Us, it's not ghosts. It's not visual spectacle that makes you think, I've got to go buy a new box. I got that. I, I did. 
Um, I understand you want ray tracing. That's the whole justification for buying the box. I, I, I got that. But what I saw play, even with the pop in and um, I guess Craig's face texture, I was still down to play it. I was almost even excited about playing it. This open world Far Cry outpost type of thing mm-hmm. is a shooter that I could relate to in a way that I don't think I've ever been able to relate to Halo before. So I was excited to play it as was, assuming that it would just get better down the road. Um, and I hope it is, but I don't know if like, I'm afraid that this delay has people expecting now the next time we see Halo Infinite that it blows them away. And that just kind Mm -hmm. of, I mean, this game has been in development for years, right? I mean, 2014, like years, a very long time now. And, uh, I just don't know. I, 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 I'm just a little concerned with how much to expect, I guess. I mean, I think lighting and ray tracing and some texture and polish work for sure can make the game look better. I thought that we could play the game as is this fall and get that update in May later on anyway. True. I mean, you bring up a good point, and I I, I don't think it'll look significantly better, but I think the next time we'll see it, it'll be running on Series X. Uh, We'll see the campaign probably the way it was intended to, to look with ray tracing and like all the bells and whistles that could put in because it was running on a PC and it was yeah. just like, why, why are you showing this to me on PC? Um, and you got to think this was, this was a ballsy move by Microsoft because it really puts the Xbox series X in a bad position. Now price is even more important than ever, especially when you're going up against Sony who has Spider-Man miles Morales coming out as a launch title. Right. And you think of all the external partnerships that they had, like monster energy drink was already has cans out there talking yep. about halo uh, they have a countdown to the end of the year. They got the the is it uh, the Mega Blocks toy set coming yep, out. Yep. The Nerf gun. I mean, yeah, with how uh, the Nerf guns, all those toys tied to the release of Halo. So you have all these external partnerships, and you have what the game means to Series X and and Xbox this holiday, and they just were okay with delaying it. So you got to give, I, I have to give Microsoft a little props there because normally in the past they would have been like, I don't care, ship the game, it's coming out. We'll just fix it later. We'll, you know, we'll just fix it late. And that was the one issue I do have hearing about some of the development issues was my, I was fine. I was absolutely loved how the game played, right? The gameplay of it, what the grapple hook can do, the open world. Like, I love that. I was, my concern was always how fully featured is the game going to be? Are we going to get a half? Are we going to get a product that's not as fleshed out because you didn't have the time to build it and you're just hoping we'll just patch it later? Well, so like, I think now we'll probably get the full product that was intended. Sure. It may not be like you said, last of us part two, but it's going to be, it's going to look better. I don't know how like significantly better it's going to look, but it's definitely going to look better and it's going to be, and it's going to have a ton of content instead of potentially, um, you know, instead of, instead of, uh, five maps now it has 12 yeah and stuff it'd be like feature that. complete because you're right a feature complete yeah the the master chief collection is a glaring example they've turned the master chief collection into something that's really admirable now when it comes to remakes and whatnot i think they really kind of set the bar on how to do it the problem was it wasn't like that when it launched and for a lot of people that was enough for them to stop I don't, I don't necessarily sure how many people have come back to the Master Chief Collection in the past year. I know, I know its numbers are doing great on Steam and stuff. It's still finding its audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to bring it up now just because I, I know at some point somebody was expecting me to bring it up. I've been seeing a lot of the Miyamoto quote going around, uh, kind of in justification of the delay. Um, I don't necessarily know how much that rings true anymore. Uh, that's, that was the one point I wanted to bring that, you know, everybody's saying like a delayed game is bad. 
but you know, a bad game is bad forever, whatever. But that's not actually true. Tons of games now come out in bad states, and we've seen Ubisoft and and Microsoft turn them around <laughs> with yeah. Fortnite. Even like you can really turn things around with updates and patches. It's it's an interesting way of taking it. Um, Plus, delaying a game doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good. Look at Duke Nukem Forever. That was delayed a million times, and it came out, and it was still terrible. So it doesn't it doesn't hold true. I think it holds true maybe for Nintendo with the way they they do their business, but anyone else, that's not that's not feasible. Um, I did a little heavy research next week as we turn. Kevin, is there anything you want to say about just the delay overall? We've got a lot of questions. Yeah, it it makes sense to me. I'm I'm for it, but like you said, I expect it when it does come out it needs to have all the stuff like I was willing to accept it to launch and be like, okay, this game's going to improve and evolve over time. But now if you're going to push it back six months, I personally think it's got to be more like a year because as you said, in this climate, what's six months going to do if they are not working? At yeah. If they're having now? troubles working from home now. Yeah. There's just no way it's, they're going to make that big of a difference. Um, then it needs to be fully packed and ready to come out guns blazing, um, which makes me question. And, and the chat's kind of blown up about this too, is, do they drop it from the Xbox One and focus on the X at this point? A lot of people are going that way, and and that to was me, th- it makes sense to do it. I'd, I'd rather see them do it. Like put put it all in, put all put all of it in. You got the Series X launching anyway without this, so let's make next year or whenever Halo drops. That's the time they give you all the reasons you have to go out and buy one versus kind of stringing it along and and kind of working maybe with one arm tied behind their back. That's our next question, so I'm going to come back to that if you don't mind. Yep. Um, the second half of Ty's question, is there anything they can do to fill the void? And I know we've been having lots of discussion on that in Discord, and last night I did um, a little homework here. I have listed every studio that Xbox Game Studios has and everything that we know that's in development and the things that they've had for the last four years, since 2016. Here's the thing that even I didn't know myself until I sat down and did this homework. We basically know what 90% of Xbox Game Studios is doing beyond 2020 the only Mm -hmm. ones that i think we don't know are the initiative which we think is perfect arc um and compulsion games now we don't know when the coalition will be ready to go again but we know they're working on gears yeah the question is gears 2022 or 2023 i don't brand you're way more is there any (laughs) way gears is 2021 no, absolutely not. I don't okay, I didn't so. think so. I didn't absolutely think so. Now, so as we talked about in their last Xbox game showcase, a lot of their games are two plus years away. We were already talking about how light of a year twenty twenty one would be in the first yep. place, and now if Halo is delayed into that or to the end of that, you are launching the Xbox Series X. I mean, Rand, you said it. I'm saying a long way of backing up your initial point. A huge cataclysmic hole in launching a new console now Mm -hmm. good on xbox for trying to take the stance that they don't care about sales as much as game pass subscriptions and they still have game pass and they still have xbox one owners so they they can they can and they're walking that walk give them confidence where they say it they've been telling everybody we don't care if you get an xbox series x but if you judge success on a console and obviously you want to launch a console and to be successful like they wouldn't be launching if they didn't want to sell it there's no reason <laughs> there's, there's really no reason beyond you just like new hardware or you want to take advantages of the hardware itself. Right. So with that said, and I mean, I even put in some other stuff in there. There's no Ori out there. There's no Tacoma. There's no Cuphead. I mean, we've got uh tunic maybe, but maybe. I don't expect when that's <laughs> coming out. Right. Right. Like there's nothing out there either. I know a lot of people have suspected them to go buy a game, like find a game, not necessarily make it exclusive, but at least get something into Game Pass, get a big AAA or three into Game Pass. Um, if you've got to do something, I think there's a way to smooth this over. I do think 
Halo's delay and Rand, I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts about this. I think Halo's delay does mean Microsoft needs to add a little incentive for those that will adopt Xbox Series X early because there will be. We got to remember, Wii U sold out its first three months and Xbox One sold out its first three <laughs> months too. There are enough fans that will buy the initial allotment of the console. So this, if there's any thinking out there that Xbox Series X will come out and sit on shelves forever, nobody will buy one. Xbox, the company, has enough fans in its system that it can probably sell its initial launch quantity of consoles regardless. Yeah, probably, um, the yeah. question is, if there's anybody truly on that fence that they could wane over, there is no reason for them not to buy a PlayStation 5. Zero. There's no reason. So the only thing that I could think of, because I think it's too late in the game to buy a game. I, I just, I do. I mean, yep. you can write a check I whenever. I think you put a year of Game Pass in the box for anybody that buys an Xbox Series X in 2020. You just, a, an entire year is added to it. I mean, that would that would be very interesting. Um you know, I, I talked a little, I, I uploaded a video today and I, I, I had heard some of the communities like, oh, you got to do something like, oh, you got to go buy a AAA game, right? Make it exclusive. There are rumors that Sony's doing that uh, down the road or had necessarily make it exclusive it now. Like with Valhalla launched in the Game Pass or something like that, that helps. It's not, right. it doesn't do it, but it helps. Right. Oh, well, yeah, like Valhalla Game Pass, Cyberpunk Game Pass. I mean, you got to, you know, you'd have to back up the Brinks truck to get that. Uh, Potentially, you know, buying Warner Brothers games or Bungie and kind of wiping the the taste out of the mouth. Like, hey, it's like, we know you're upset Halo Infinite's delayed, but we got Warner Brothers games, guys. You know, like some, but I said in my video that like those type of uh, deals, like whether you're buying a game or whether you're trying to get a game day one Game Pass or whether you're, Try you're acquiring a studio. Those are months long, oh, if yeah. not years long discussions. Um, so I doubt I doubt they have anything that wasn't already planned. Is what I'm saying that they could do. Like they might have other other things that they just haven't announced yet. Uh, that be they more could. indies that they could go well, and maybe get. yeah maybe some other smaller games or maybe uh, Xbox Global Publishing hasn't announced all their games yet that they could show and maybe they were on the brink of completing deals or uh, you know, things like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there's like a hail Mary that you could realistically expect in what are we four months away at this point? Yep. Three months away, three months months. away, right? Yeah. Three. So it's just, it's just going to be series X. And if you want it, if you want the power, if you want your games to run the best, you can get it. And of course there's the cheaper option, which still isn't officially announced yet. Uh, which is uh, disappointing because, <laughs> I mean, we're two months away, three months away, and we know crazy. Like we know the system's real, right? Yeah, yeah, we and do. And they are just still holding firm to the fact that they are just waiting. They're like Sony and Microsoft are just waiting for each other. Like you're gonna go first with the price? No, I'm waiting for you to go. We, someone's mm-hmm. got to talk price first. The question. You know? and we got another question, and we're probably just gonna get out of the loop on this. But we did get another question. Does does this mean that Xbox gets very competitive on price almost out of the gate to to mm. give people? Yeah. Now now price is very very important. Yep. Because now you remove Halo, and if you're way more expensive to PlayStation, that kind of looks bad. Absolutely. But it, you need to at least come very at the very minimum match yeah they can't be a dollar over that would yeah, be a huge match. miss they they can't be a dollar over even if they have to eat a huge loss they just can't they cannot and be I, more and i do think they were i do think it was in their plans to match anyways and then yeah. of course you, then of course you have lockhart which is going to be like way even way cheaper um but yeah price is not more important um 
it's just crazy how this all happened. Like this, their whole marketing was based around Halo. Yep. And now mm-hmm. that Halo's gone, and it's like, whoo! Like I read that press release from Microsoft about, hey, these games are coming, and it's like all these third-party games, these small indies, and these. Oh, oh, by the way, your Xbox One games are getting updated. It's like, that's not how you want to launch a brand new console for. I felt what real bad when they put it out there. Yeah, and they buried it in the, in the news that Halo. It's like Halo's delayed, and the console coming out November, guys. Later, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they were very. Uh, they didn't like feel like they wanted to tell anybody. I understand why they put that out there. I mean, it's your job to spend things your best way, but it's it's honestly, I'm not necessarily sure if that did anything like anything good or positive. It's just like read the room, guys. <laughs> like everybody's really upset. Um, maybe just let that let it blow over a few days or something before you remind everybody. Because I just feel like the initial reaction that everybody was having to that story because it came out the exact same moment that they announced the delay. Everybody's delay was but no halo you know it's honestly like kind of let them get over that and then maybe release that spin cycle of the week like this weekend or something but come on guys you can play games across four generations are you excited to play voodoo vince on your xbox one yeah. x um, series x rather like. so if i know a lot of people are saying like just cut the price and it'll just make it cheaper that is a long-term decision that would cost them money for years mm-hmm. that's why i was going the game pass route you literally say anybody that buys a launch xbox series x you're getting a you're getting a year of game pass like we're going to try to make this up to you um i think because that's a thing that's an internal cost right that's not a they're not losing money on 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 products they're moving they're they're just losing and they already do the dollar stuff anyway that's a cost microsoft can easily eat i think to sell consoles for what three months with game pass included um that's the best i could come up with but see the the diehards as you said that would buy up that initial inventory of the series x which i completely agree with they have Game Pass for years down the line. So like, you're years. already maxed out. If they give you a year, Donnie, you can't even I'd use still bank it right it. now. <laughs> um, no, I know. I no. know. It, it, but it, it it's dangerous because, like you said, the price thing, I agree, that's a long-term decision. Like, you do that after console launches and you give it a couple months. But here's the thing. Like you said, huge void. that Their backs are up against the wall. Not that Microsoft is going out of business if this flops. Like, that, that's not even a consideration. But if they start out the gate behind the eight ball again, they're never going to catch up to PlayStation again. Maybe that's not their end game, but you look at it like PlayStation they were already behind they, the eight they ball. They made that race, and this just and, makes it worse. Right? It just makes it worse. That's my point. And I wanted to be clear: um, this is an Xbox show, so I, I think at some point you're going to hear us try to spin it Xbox's way. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try. I think this I is can't cataclysmic. <laughs> it, like, I mean, the only way you can it. spin it is in is that's good for Halo. Yes. Right. Yes. Down Other the line, I think, that, I think it will be. Yeah. There's really, no, this is just. There's no really way to spin it uh, anyway for Xbox because it's not good for Xbox. How bad uh, is the game off that they they ultimately? Because I I'm I'm with you. Like I understand wanting to make the best Halo, but I also understand being like we've got to have something. Like you got to have something <laughs> to launch. Like I'm that makes me feel even bad? worse than the game. Like about the game. Right. I'm wondering how much is if the game is bad versus people just weren't happy with the direction they took and they're taking it to heart. Like we see it a ton of times games come out and we're like, oh, I don't like the way that looks, whatever. And it's like, whatever, that's the game we but made. To let fan reactions like that stop you from having a game exactly. at launch. Like that's, that's big. I don't think so. I think right. this game is maybe even worse off than I ever thought it was. Worse than it even that, showed. Right. So why even show it? Like they, they, they would have known three weeks ago that this game was in a, in a broken condition. Like to me, this isn't a thing that like dropped when this news broke saying like, you know, Phil Spencer didn't get something come across the desk going, 
oh, shoot, they're not going to have this done. Like, that wasn't a three-week span of time that shut this game down. They had to have at least known something yeah. was going on yeah. ahead of time. And I would have just held it. Like, don't show the game and say, okay, we're, we're going to have to delay it, but don't even tease it out there and just say it was delayed. That well, would have been better in my mind than showing it and then pulling it back. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that from people like, oh, man, if the game was in that state, don't even show it. But yeah. they announced last year at E3 it was coming holiday 2020. Uh, the game showcase was centered around Halo, and if you don't show Halo at your E3 replacement show, then people are going to be like, well, wait wait a minute, what's going on? It's still That's coming fair. this year, but we don't see it. So you basically would have had to delay it anyways, and um, it's one of those things where I think it's like you, you don't announce the delay until you're 100% sure, because you can't take it back. Once you delay it, it's delayed. You can't suddenly be like a week later, be like, nah, nah, we're kidding, guys. It's really coming out in holiday 2020. So it's like they put they they showed what they had um and it was like people didn't like it and i'm sure they went and they talked about it and maybe they were planning on launching it lack of a better term half-assed not yeah. as many modes maybe uh not as fleshed out as campaign and they were like original like plan was hey we're gonna yeah like and like we're we're gonna patch it later and the, all the heads like matt booty got involved phil got involved and they just have these discussions and it's just they came to the conclusion that it's best for Halo and obviously best for Xbox in the long run that Halo is great again to yeah. delay the game until whenever it's ready. And that's a great point. Something that the console wars don't want to hear, but it is best for Xbox. Yes. Um, it is. It is. Look, by no means are they going to be winning people over in the console race this year. And and I've said it. Kevin knows he's you're my co-host in this podcast. I've been saying it, what, for the better part of six months? There was nothing I thought they could do that would win that argument to begin yeah. with. If you're not into Halo, you weren't buying an Xbox Series X. Whereas you have all kinds of other reasons to buy a PlayStation 5. That's just where Xbox Game Studios is right now in their pipeline. It's just that's just until they start showing new IP that might attract some people cuz if you don't have an Xbox, you're not into Halo, you're not into Gears, you're not into Forza. So if you're not into those games, there's nothing that the Series X was going to yeah. grab you with. I I didn't think. I didn't think that was there. Um but you don't want to hurt the people that are by releasing a game they love in a bad state. Like that is their fans. And what is good for Halo is good for Xbox. They're synonymous. They're one and the same. Yeah. So uh, they will still have their fans. They will sell through their initial allotments of consoles. I'm by no means do I think this is doom and gloom. I do yeah. think it puts them behind the eight ball. I do think they were already behind the eight ball. And now they've just made it harder to, to come out. I hope that it makes them a bit more aggressive. I know they don't want to. I know Phil has been on record. He doesn't want to be getting exclusives and things like this. I think a delay like this means that you, you probably have to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Not, not for launch. Obviously it's maybe that, but maybe, maybe now they go and try to find something, you know, some more stuff, at least in that first two year window that they can get. Um, because right now a sunset overdrive or a rise or a dead rising would look amazing right now. Um, cause they just don't have anything. Um, so our next two questions, I'll just go ahead and lop it together. Kevin was one, do you drop it from being a series X exclusive? And the second one was, what does this mean for the launch of series X? Should they delay the console? What do you think, Kev? So, uh, yeah, I'm on the record here. Like, I think they should drop it from the Xbox one. Let's, let's move it and make it as best as you can be. Like we've talked about, don't damage the halo brand any more than the lumps it's taken anyway. Um, as far as delaying the console. So I, I did say in the discord yesterday, I feel almost it's better to get out of the way. But now thinking about it more, if Halo is going to be a year, absolutely do not delay the launch of the console. But if it was looking like a spring thing, in my head, I, I feel like it would have been better off if you just delayed the console. Like you haven't revealed the date yet. You haven't revealed the price yet, like in stone. So it's not one of those things that you 
are locked into already and really letting people down like like the halo we guarantee halo is going to be there at the launch okay we'll have it still be there at the launch let's move the launch back spend more time manufacturing consoles let's make it a bigger event uh, like you said halo's already in this cross marketing with toys with monster energy drinks you know toting the double xp weeks or whatever if you buy a monster energy drink like you know, all that stuff's out the window now. So spend more time uh, marketing, getting that. Let the Sony fanboys buy their console at, in the holiday season and then start saving up for another console come May. People will be ready. Like, look at gamers. We're ready to drop and buy whatever is new at the same time. That might give people the opportunity to buy both consoles versus making that decision in the, in the fall. Do I want an Xbox or do I want a PS5? I think long term, it might benefit them to delay it, but not if Halo is going to be a year, then don't. Absolutely not. But if it was a shorter term delay, I would have pushed it back. But without us knowing how long that delay is, I can't definitively say it's the best move in my in my mind. I'm going to set up Rand here because I want to hear you first, Rand. But I, dropping Xbox One from Halo Infinite is against everything they've spent the last three years trying to build. That is true. I can't um, imagine doing that just on a whim like that. Like that decision can't be made that lightly. I've always said selfishly, I would I want Halo Infinite on Series Series X only because that's the system I'm going to be getting. I'm sure. a selfish person at selfish person at the end of the day. I understand Microsoft and 343's reasons for having a cross gen. Uh, they wanted to reach as many people as possible. It's also why it's going to be on Steam and Windows 10. Uh, it needs to compete with all those free to play games that we mentioned and. Not everybody's going to get a Series X right away. They're not going to, you know, there's 50 million Xboxes, uh, Xbox One consoles. Maybe by the time Halo comes out and, you know, uh, by May of next year, how many will there, will there be? Maybe 5 million at most, potentially. Uh, maybe 10 million at max. So you're definitely cutting off uh, off some people. And I think that would be detrimental to Game Pass. So you got to think about it from Microsoft, what they're going to do. You have Game Pass, which is the future of Xbox. And if you suddenly cut off, like, potentially the biggest game to ever come to Game Pass, maybe even the biggest game uh, in the future ever to come to Game Pass, because we don't know when, because there, there never is going to be another Halo is what they're saying, right? Yep. And you just cut it off from Xbox One owners. They might just be like, ah, oh, the service isn't, isn't for me anymore when it's designed to pick up speed and keep on going instead of like shed subscribers. And then of course there's all dev dev argument. I listened to digital foundry's video today about this cause they talked about it and it's probably way too late, way too late in development for the, for the game to just drop Xbox one. Like it was built around Xbox one. Yep. Just getting rid of the Xbox one version isn't really going to enhance the game at all because it was built with all the limitations uh, around Xbox one. So maybe they phase it out in a future patch, maybe three years from now. It just well, no longer. I runs think eventually. Yeah, I think eventually. Yeah. Like in 2012 or 2013, Halo Infinite is discontinued for Xbox One, where the only place you could play it is Series X. Um, but I, I, f- I feel confident that the game, when it does launch, whenever next year, uh, that it will launch on Xbox One. You reminded I me. I think it's too late at this point to 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 not do it. You remind me of another point, which I'm really thankful for. Um, the other reason why I thought include a year of Game Pass in the box is delaying uh, Halo just hurt Game Pass. Like if you've been yeah. subscribing to Game Pass and you've been waiting and, and you keep waiting for these big marquee releases and it's nice that we've got, like I love the grounded demo. I've went on and on about it. It's great. Minecraft Dungeons was fun. But you yep. subscribe to Xbox Game Pass first and foremost for those first party releases. And there exists a chance right now that we don't have one for... 12 months at least yeah 
maybe longer depending on it. Yeah, you're, you're hurting right. the value of the people that have subscribed. And I think maybe including some incentives in the box and getting a couple extra things to throw in there was just good for subscribership. I guess if that's a thing you gotta, right? Like you can't just go 12 months without dropping everybody. Like a lot of people will cancel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Our next question comes from Andrew. I'm sorry. I haven't been reading the names. I just realized that, uh, what, uh, he says, why are folks making this such a big deal? Watchdog, Cyberpunk, Uncharted, The Last of Us 2. I don't remember everyone getting all upset when those were delayed. If it makes the game better, I'll wait as long as I need to. Andrew, you're spot on, but you're not. This is launching yep. a console. It's different. Yep. And I get it. You were 100% right. As somebody who waited many, many years and was ultimately let down by The Last of Us 2, I get it. I get it. But you're launching a console, and it's different. It is different. And you can't say it's not because it is. When you launch a console with a game and everybody that buys a new console likes having that new game that shows off what the console does, whether it's cross-gen or whatever, we can get into all the Xbox, you know, minutia of all that. It doesn't change the fact that when you buy a console, you want to play the new thing on it. That's kind of what drives you to buy, even if you're excited about the hardware. For the record, it took me a minute. I did kind of waffle in my head. I'm still getting an Xbox Series X. I want faster load times. I want it to look cooler. I'm still there. I'm already committed to Game Pass for years. I'm still getting it. It's still a blow. Like, I'm not happy about it. It's not that I was thinking about getting a PlayStation 5. That wasn't the case. The question was, in my head, was, is Xbox doing enough to warrant my 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 allegiance, my my you know, my blind loyalty was just kind of that. It's like, is this really a good use of five hundred dollars right now? I have the Cyberpunk Xbox Series X, it's fine. But I want mm. it to be better than fine. I want to play it as good as I can, and I already have already saved the money. Had I hadn't already saved the money though, we might be thinking of a different decision. I have the money right here in my little coffee jar. So <laughs> I I'm ready. I'm going anyway. Um and I, I think it's a good time to bring up the fact that uh, consoles launch in all kinds of different states. Some of them have great, amazing uh, launch lineups. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. And at no point does either one of those cases prove the success or the non-success of a console. I do think sure. that's important. And I'm not trying to defend Xbox here, but that's just proven. The 3DS and the Wii U, two consoles I absolutely adore, if you've ever heard me on PSVG, launched with terrible launch lineups. <laughs> Worse than Series X by far. At least we still have Cyberpunk. And if you are out there and you're looking for reasons to have a Series X, I can give you a few. You still have Cyberpunk. You still have a Holly. There's still going to be amazing big games. I even saw a lot of people that Do we were- still have Cyberpunk? Or does that get delayed too? <sighs> Don't say that, Rand. <laughs> Don't say that to you. <laughs> well, actually, so now, now that we're with the holiday lineup we're looking at, I, I don't want it to be delayed, but I'm actually more okay. It gives me more time to play these other games that you know. That whatever. is a point I've seen many, many people bring up. Um, I'm actually quite surprised at how much reaction positively I've seen to this because when they launched the news, I was like, oh my god, this is a death blow. Like everybody's gonna just hate them. I didn't see that at all. Journalists, influencers, Halo folks, folks like Rand, Jazz, <laughs> Dealer, everybody, they're all like, make the game as good as you can. We have plenty to play while we wait. And that is true. There is plenty to play. You can get watchdogs, like there's tons of games to play. There's no reason. But I still understand uh, the I'm trying I guess I'm trying to think of it more somebody that's not like us that doesn't play everything. There was a lot of people that were really looking forward to buying an Xbox just to play Halo, for sure. And uh I don't know what to tell those folks now. You know, now now that it's delayed till next year, you know, I didn't think they were going to do a special edition Series X mm. because, well, you got it's you're launching a new console. But now, if the game if the system comes out in May, 
they very well could come up with the Series X uh, special edition and kind of have like a soft launch it. and then a Halo yeah. relaunch. Yeah, that'd be a good. That'd be that a good. Makes yeah, a lot of sense. A lot of people, I think, would want that. Um, does Halo's delay raise or lower the bar for Infinite? What if Halo is still not the game people expect in 2021? Should Microsoft begin looking for a new Halo developer? Mm. That comes from Luis or Lewis uh, Rand. You're- I mean, it definitely raises the bar because yeah. people are saying, "Okay, give it the time it needs." And if you still, if it still comes out next year and it's not good, uh, that's three games for three four three, and they haven't nailed any of it. It's like, okay, they they did pretty good with the single player on four. The multiplayer was horrible, and then for five, the single player was horrible, and the multiplayer was great. So it's like, okay, this is your third try. You're the biggest studio at Xbox by far. I've had years to like, work on it. Yeah, like you should at this point, you should nail it. And if you haven't nailed it, and if it still comes out in a horrible state, missing features, even after delay, when the whole plan was launching the world's most powerful console with Mm -hmm. Microsoft's biggest franchise to take advantage of what it offers, and you couldn't do that, then I'm sorry, this may sound a little harsh. Then heads need to roll at 343. Bonnie Ross needs to be gone. Uh, Chris Lee needs to be gone. Like they need to, because at that point it's leadership problems, uh, sy- sy- systemic leadership problems. You need to c- complete wipe uh, wipe the slate and get new people in there to maybe have a different view of uh, direction of what Halo's doing because you've given them all the time in the world and they keep on punting it and this is it. You know, like now Halo Infinite's a platform, right? And if it doesn't take off, what then? It, do you have to like redo your plans? Well, we expected this many people playing every single year and now we're half that. So do we have to make another halo game? Like there's a lot of decisions and, uh, and important things that happen because of this. But if it doesn't, if it's not good after this delay, I think there needs to be a complete regime. Regi- <laughs> regi- <laughs> I can't say that word. Regime, I'm speaking- <laughs> regime change at three, four, three. I agree. Like is, is Bungie like laughing right now? Like, I mean, obviously they want things to be go, you know, go well in the gaming industry as a whole, but it's I'm like, sure there's still people at Bungie that care greatly about Halo. Exactly. That's what I'm like in my head. It's like, you know, are they like, guys, we could have done this all along. We could have kept doing this. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And, and, and you're right, Rand. It's just like, this is a 10 year plan. So if this doesn't come out good, it may not be a 10 year plan. They may have to scrap it and move on to something else because you look at stuff like Anthem, they're still trying to reboot Anthem again. And that's no one's going back to that game. Uh, You look at things like no man's sky. They've made tons of improvements on that, but I still don't think it's garnering the attention that people hoped it had. So I don't know if halo, like, I mean, halo obviously is a better name, a better brand than those things, but still how long can you string people on? Like you can give it, you know, it can't end up being fall at 76. Let's put it that way. It can't take two, three years to fix because people move on and say, okay, give me the next Halo because I have zero interest in this thing now. Yeah, and people don't, and people, they already tried fixing one Halo disaster, which was Master Chief Collection. You yep. think they would, you think they wouldn't do this, but I don't know. Like the, the, the pressure's on now because everybody yep. was like, hey, this is great. It's great for Halo. We're fine. You better, you better launch with an uh, amazing Halo game. I'm not saying you need to be a 90 meta. But you need you need to be good. You need to be really good well on both aspects of it. Beloved so, game. Yeah. Um, good friend Sean in the chat says Bonnie Ross is untouchable. And look, I'm not the Halo person, and I don't have the history with this series everybody else does. But I would take Rand at your opinion, and oh. I think I have to agree. I have – look, no I, I, I'm sorry? 
no one's untouchable. <laughs> well, I was yes, that is true. But what I was going to say is, I, I don't have the history of the series, but I know about the Bungie split, and I know about three four three, and I know the issues they've had with with uh, the Master Chief Collection. They've had a very long time to turn this game around, and I know it's ambitious, and I know it's a platform, but to not be ready, and I understand the COVID, but to not be ready after all this time, and then to also have to delay, and then if you delay, and that product itself is still not good. I got to agree. You can't go to a different developer because they've got all these employees and you're not just going to fire, you know, 200 folks. I um, mean, Bonnie Ross might be untouchable. And <laughs> I, the other thing is like but leadership, surely like you need new new management. You've got to change the way you do things because yeah. it's obviously not working. And the other thing, like constantly blaming uh, COVID, which, you know, is a thing. All the de- developers making games are dealing with it. Yeah. So if, you know, Ubisoft is putting out Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is a huge project with thousands of developers, and they can get that out the door, um, as as well as like Cyberpunk. Granted, maybe Poland's a little bit better off with uh, you know the virus and things like that, but it's not like it's not like everybody hasn't been going through the same thing worldwide. We all, everybody has. So you know, them saying, "Oh, we ran into issues," which is true, but so does everybody else. So they give you the delay. If if it comes out in November of next year and it's still not good, well then there's no more excuses left. You had three games, uh, and you still use like something needs to change at that point. I I, I think it'd be pretty apparent because pe- people will be screaming for for somebody's head. It, it uh-huh. like and like this isn't what Xbox needs right now. <laughs> Xbox needs a lot of positivity. Uh, going forward, they have all these new studios. They showed off great games at the uh, game showcase: Fable, Avows, State of Decay Three, Forza Motorsport, Initiatives. Well, we don't know what the Initiative game is. Perfect Dark, whatever. But there's all these games coming. Granted, they're a couple years away. Yep. Right. At least. And like, it's just everybody's down on Xbox because it really seems like, outside of the reveal and leading up to the the game showcase, they were doing really well, and then they stumbled. And then here's another stumble. Yep. And it's just... Uh, it kills their momentum. They've been yeah, building really positive does. momentum for two or three I, do years. Do you guys remember how, at the beginning of the year how excited people were for Series X? Yep. Yes. And then the May event happened and people were like, eh, mm. it wasn't very good, but it was just small games. The first party yeah. will deliver. Then the July event happened with Game Showcase and it was very mixed, mainly because of how Halo showed off. Like I think I think Fable and Avowed are going to be great. And I think they did a disservice by just showing CGI trailers for those things. I do. Too. Yeah. And people are like, ah, you know, that my excitement level's gone down. And then you got Halo Infinite getting delayed. And, and it's just like, man, it really seems like bad news after bad news. And it's just too far out. Like, you got to wait forever. Like, Series X will be great, but it looks like right now we're going to have to wait a long time for it to be great. It may be 18 yeah. months before it, right. it gets going. That's tough. That's tough for a launch. Like, just we know as gamers and as, and as fans that, like, yes, it will get there. The press is going to hammer that. Yeah. If if they're going to look at PS5 versus Xbox sales, doesn't matter what the offerings are. They're just going to look at those things. And, think and, of, the, and the headlines are going to be completely inaccurate, but they're going to be Sony wins. Sony yep. wins, Sony wins. Every Xbox reaction video, everything. Yep. They're going to rake them over the coals. And, you know, and this is the part I want to say it, and I get it that it's mean, but, I mean, that's what they do. That's their job. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, Xbox isn't really giving them a whole lot of reason else now i hope the box stands up for what we expect the box to be by all reports the gpu difference between the series x and the playstation 5 is measurable and we will see that the question is whether or not developers are making use of it 
right? Do they tune them to be the same? Like, does Valhalla run the same on both consoles? Or does Ubisoft actually take advantage of the Series X and get Valhalla ready? That's my biggest question, at least early on. But I was hoping to see something take advantage of the horsepower, because by all accounts, by what we know, it is a better system. And I still think that means something. It does. It does. And you're right. Like, it, the thing is, is relying on the third party developers to tap that potential at a launch. Yep. It's probably not going to happen. I mean, like, let, let's be honest here. They're not going to be the first ones to really explore what this thing can do. It's going to be the people that design the thing. that are going to open up the floodgates and be like, or let me hope. show you developers <laughs> how to do this. And then they're going to copy that thing. So it's, it's tough. Like I, I've been a big proponent in saying that we, we see like Sony PS4, some of the best looking games this generation just came out in the last couple months. And this is on last-gen hardware. So it took a long time for them to push the limits of what these things can do that at a launch, we can't rely on the third party to really show us the full potential. We'll see some cool stuff. Like I think Cyberpunk's going to look great. Uh, Ubisoft, it's going to be hit or miss. I think some things like backgrounds and environments may look great, but I'm not sure everything else is going to be in tune with that power. So I think, once again, like you said, we're going to be waiting a, a good year to really have this thing open up and see what it can do. Whereas Sony, even though it's a smaller game, allegedly miles morales spider-man is going to come out and people are going to be like wow and i think that's kind of where once again the media is just going to beat that drum where you know we can talk game pass and how much i mean donnie you and i love game pass it if they're if they're just going to be dumping in more you know games that you have been out for a while and more indie games at launch all right it's cool but i mean you know what what else can you do you got to do something else you got to get a couple things at launch into game pass i think mm-hmm. i think they have to um but i was just going to say like last gen the Xbox One started off and it had great exclusive games. It did. They were really good games and it still suffered and it suffered because it was mm-hmm. overpriced and it was That's underpowered. True. And people can say all they want about exclusive games. I still think power matters. If Digital Foundry yeah. comes out and they go, we tested 10 out of 10 games and they all run and run and look better on Xbox. That's something. It's not something for everybody, but it's something for some people um, because people want when they go out, a lot of people, when they go out, they want to buy the best. And if you yeah. can arguably say, if you can objectively say we are the best, then that should help. Um, but no, I get, I, I agree with you. As you got to show it that, that why you're the best. Like that's the thing. It could be yep. there, but if nobody's pushing it and yep. showing the evidence, yep. that's a tough sell. Yep. All right. Um, the Series S controller leaked. Uh, it's reportedly that it came from looting of a Walmart in Chicago, which is upset. Uh, but several were made available for resale. The controller is white. It has off. Uh, off uh, black sticks and black face buttons and uh, triggers and then the uh, d-pad and the buttons or the 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 x y a b buttons are uh, multicolored these are real series x controllers that come with packaging marketing materials inside the box the boxes are labeled not to be opened before november 6th and a lot of people have been taking that date which is a sunday to say that'll be the day that the xbox series x launches now we have a question if rumors of the s or the xbox series x price announcement being delayed are true i imagine it's because infinite was delayed at the last minute uh, this yeah. news comes from Shinobi and Reset Era, who's speaking, saying the Halo. At the same time, they expect news about other Xbox stuff that's been going on recently to come a bit later. This backs up Jeff Grubb, who said this was going to be an Xbox month. So you're starting to see the ripples of this X of this Halo delay. I imagine, you know, Phil was very confident, actually, talking with iJustine just a, 10 days ago, saying that when we show you Halo multiplayer, it's going to blow you away. I have to think that's a part of it. And now it looks like all of the details that we were looking forward to, more information from Xbox, more information about Halo, more information about the console, about the S console that we now know to be confirmed real, even though we've already known it, delayed into September now? 
<laughs> Rand, is that? Can they well, go that long before they can start taking pre-orders? Is that possible? Of course they can. I mean, if you look at um Nintendo Switch, they didn't uh, do pre-orders and price until January before. But the that was March, before March, though, right? Well, yeah, but Jan- January, February, March, two yeah, months before right. the console. That's true. And I'm looking at the calendar here. Uh, November sixth is a Friday. Oh my! Which bad. is typically when con- new consoles launch. Uh, mm. It's Friday of the week. So um, I guess I'll address that. Um, obviously, I could have got my hands on those controllers. Uh, I live in Chicago. Where I don't live in Chicago, I live in the suburbs, right? Uh, I know somebody who bought three of them, and he offered them one to me. So I could have bought one. I thought about making a unboxing video, but I was like, eh, I don't really feel comfortable buying and then displaying a video of stolen merchandise. It's a so I didn't thing. do it. Um, but yeah, it confirms what I've been saying for almost like, what? A year and a half now. Lockhart's real. Uh, it's coming. I don't know what the price is going to be. Presumably two ninety nine. I think the system's either going to come that Friday the sixth or the thirteenth. Normally, so, if, if you look back at Xbox One, PS Four launch, or three sixty, PS Three, even Xbox uh, original Xbox and PS Two accessories in the games kind of launched before, or they yeah. were available before. Uh-huh. So there's a good chance the access some games. Well, maybe not some of the games, but some of the accessories for the system might launch or be displayed the week before, and the console could launch on the 13th or maybe even the 20th. So that's a good barometer of when we can expect it. Um, If you recall, uh, Sega said that Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is launching on the 13th, said that they said that that game was a day one launch game for Series X. Yep. Now, when they said that, that was back in May. Maybe the game had to be delayed. But if if systems launching on the sixth and Yakuza's coming on thirteenth, well, that's not a launch game. I mean, it's a launch window game, but yeah. it's not a launch game. So it, it's probably pretty close. It's probably right in there. Um, yeah. As for the news, you're right. We were. I was pretty positive, and I had heard that there was going to be a presentation that Xbox was going to be putting on towards the end of the month. Um, that they were going to reveal Series S and talk about price and all that stuff, as well as maybe have some Halo multiplayer. Like, it all lined up with what I heard. And I really do think the Halo the Halo delay threw a wrench into their plans. Uh-huh. And then also, they probably caught wind that maybe Sony wasn't going to talk about price this month. And they don't want to be first. They can't. So if Sony's not going to talk, talk price this month, then we can just push everything to September. So at some point in September, Sony is going to have to talk about, you know, their price and Microsoft's going to have to reveal the system and, and pre-order the pre-orders got to start soon. Like, cause these yeah. Amazon and Best Buys have to essentially tell them how many they want to buy. Yeah, and they, right. they judge that based on how many pre-orders people put in. So I, this game of chickens getting, it's funny to see these two companies kind of scared of each other. Right. To, to a certain degree, like you go first. No, you go first. But it, it it's frustrating, though, as like a consumer, like these are expensive products. And it's just like, just I want to know when they're coming. I want to know how much I got to pay for it. And, you know, like, just just tell me, like, it's August. Like, normally we would have known this stuff in June. Yeah. When E3 happened. And here we are going to go in September, September. And we don't even know the launch lineup for one. For either of these consoles, really, yeah, uh, we don't have price, we don't have release date, we don't even know when pre-orders are going on. It's, it's. I mean, granted, this. I said this before the show started. Twenty twenty sucks, <laughs> and this is another thing for it. You know, just 
It has been a year and a half. Let me ask you this, Rand. Um, assuming that they do another big presser around the Series S unveiling, does the Halo delay make them lift the veil on whatever it is the initiative is doing? Very possible. Very possible. Although I think it's more like it. I think it depends on if Sony unveils a game that they haven't yet. There is some talk and yeah. that they have some secret exclusive that they haven't talked about so if that if they do that it's possible they also reveal initiatives game although i think it's more likely the initiatives game gets revealed at the video game awards okay do you think uh, is there any way they show us more of the of avowed or fable do they have something to show no i don't think so i didn't think so they need need to stay games is 2022 the other is 2023 yeah just a matter of which one's which they need to stay honestly with this halo delay i feel like they need to stay quiet with halo until they're ready to show us what's different right they gotta um, show something when they unveil the s right not for halo you show something but you're not, no not you for halo but now halo. that halo's yeah, yeah. been delayed you've got to show something else is the point they do but i mean the initiative like you said if the, if the game's that far out i don't need to see anything else like it, you've already showed me that the first party lineup isn't coming until 2022 for the most part that anything that you didn't show yet, those are likely even farther out. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else they show. I, I think instead of delaying this till September, I wish they would keep this for August if it really was going to happen. And let's let's come out. Let's unveil the S. Let's show the price on the S because that won't matter. Sony's not going to beat you on, on the PS5 price on the S if, you know, once they confirm it. Let's do that. Let's get some good press. Let's move on from people talking about Halo. Let's say, like, oh, my God, the Xbox One S is going to drop. It's going to be this amount. Then that puts Sony into a position to announce something again. Like, we look at every time Microsoft announces something, Sony follows it up with something immediately after. Mm-hmm. So let's let Sony show their hand. Like you said, I, I 100% believe with Rand that there's another game that Sony hasn't shown yet. Like By all Miles accounts, Morales is Silent big, Hill but that's their Final smaller Fantasy. one, I think. What was that? By all accounts, it's Final Fantasy and Silent Hill. They have exclusives well, they, on both I, of those. I'm I'm pretty positive Final Fantasy 16 is timed exclusive, yep. but it's yeah, it's nowhere near coming out soon. Like I don't think so either. Like yeah. we're ta- there's rumors, and I've heard rumblings of what game it is that Sony has a first party exclusive that they haven't shown yet that is coming yeah. out at launch. Oh, okay. But is that true? I, I I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll right. only find out. They don't need it now. <laughs> they might. I mean, like it's Miles Morales, which is a great get. You know, yeah. it's um, Godfall. I think Destruction All Stars. Uh, you know, the game of the year, Grub Snacks or Bug Snack, <laughs> yeah, whatever that game maybe. is. And who knows? Maybe maybe they do have something hidden up their sleeves that Microsoft could counter with the initiative um, with the initiatives game. It's just uh, I hate that it's August twelfth, and we you know. We don't know all this information. We don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. <laughs> been and it was, and, and Halo's gone. And Halo's gone. The one right. game I was like the most, my most anticipated game for the rest of the year. Gone. Yep. You know, so. Yep. This is very disappointing. Mm. Um, to try and pick you up, Project X Cloud, which won't go live until mid-September, is uh, out now if you have the Game Pass beta app for anybody that's a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber. I, I am, and I have it. I pulled it up. It's cool. Now, instead of just when you open up Game Pass, now there's a cloud tab in addition to um, the console and the other one. And then you also have these little play now buttons on all the titles that are eligible. So as you're scrolling through Game Pass, you can just kind of click on them and play. And it works the same. So that's cool. It's like a little soft launch for xCloud. I know a lot of people are excited about that. I I will be more excited about xCloud when I have native support either on um, Windows or Chromebooks. Like I'm never going to play on my phone a whole lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to be really, especially while I'm working from home, it's going to be an extreme case for me to play on my phone. But if I could play on my computers or my Chromebooks or laptops, I'm a little bit more excited. And then um, let's talk about this control news, Kev. So if you have bought control and played control, maybe beaten control, and let's say you also bought the DLC, even the season pass for the DLC, that would include us as game share partners. I have bought those things. Uh, you will not get a free upgrade for the upgraded PS5 or Xbox Series X version of Control. Uh, you will have to buy an Ultimate Edition, which they were releasing for 40 bucks uh, this September. They will get the, the edition. So all of the people that supported the game and bought the game and, and waited on the game, the people that waited on the Xbox DLC that was late than the PlayStation, all of it. Anybody that's already played the game, you get nothing. Anybody that buys the game next month will get all the upgrades. Insert Willy Wonka screaming, you get nothing, sir. Good day to you. It's, dude, it's ridiculous. First off, I didn't know you bought the season pass. Yeah, so we got it. You. Alan Wake, everything, yet, so it's have... done. So, but yeah. I kind of don't want to play it now. I Well, that's my thing. It's like, <laughs> okay, so do we just wait and buy the Ultimate Edition? <laughs> or like, but man, This it's is like, so strange. Why would you not right? make the people that buy it next month get the upgrade like i get it that it's closer but it's these people have waited a year to buy your game whereas other people bought your game and supported it on launch why would you give them the shaft all the people that were touting last year this is the game of the year control is fantastic people are sleeping on control people talked about it myself i got turned around when i went back to it like so good great game and then now they're just like oh by the way all of you that support us you know it's so funny because this is absolutely a game that i would consider replaying if it was like right. if they were like 4k 60 because i love control i did i've never said i never thought it was like the greatest looking game yes if so they made it look better i agree 100%. i would i would go back and replay it actually because yep, i love playing you. it that much i'd be like oh, i'm gonna go restart the game mm-hmm. i'm not gonna rebuy it i'm not gonna pay 60 dollars to play control again now we'll wait till it's 20 on sale or something like or it that. comes to game look at it but man that too yeah that's probably wow. inevitable. and you would think that they would at least let us pay for the upgrade they're not. There's no ten dollar yeah. fee to upgrade. You just have to right. buy the game. Forty dollars. I, mean, I should. Well, maybe 60. maybe that is the fee. That is. The <laughs> yeah, fee. it's a forty dollar fee. You gotta, you gotta buy. Yeah, I was I was so pissed off when I heard this because I bought the game and the season pass, and I was so excited to play the Alan Wake tie-in. Yep. That's yep. coming out in a couple weeks, and then I see this news today. I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me that anybody who bought the game and bought the season pass, which is exactly what the ultimate edition is is no longer yeah. eligible for a free upgrade. Uh, upgrade. It's like the ultimate ultimate edition wasn't even available to buy at launch. Yeah. So you want me to rebuy the content I've already bought just so I can get the proper next gen version that you said you were bringing a Series X? Like that is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that is complete bull. Like I'm it sorry. Is. That is I don't even know how else to say it. And I understand developers have to make money and, 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 and putting ray tracing and all those pat like that costs money. I get it. And you know what? And it probably isn't even remedy's fault. It's probably publisher five oh, five games uh, trying yeah. to get more money out of it. Like I get that, but man, this Doesn't does not remedy make have me... a way of just not letting them do that. Is there any way yeah. that they can stand? I mean, it would probably sure. depend on whatever the contract they sign, uh, but yeah, it, it depends. I mean, if they're not doing anything, at like, least if they're not working on it or adding any additional content, they could tweet and stuff. That's a... It just, it just makes me really not even want to play the Alan Wake content. Exactly. Which I really want to support yeah. like remedy in the future. Like this is such a bad move. 
like I, why not just give be like hey if you have if you bought the game and you have the season pass you get the upgrade our chat right? is going crazy with people that are also saying yeah. they don't want to play the dlc i'm the same way that was my initial reactions now i don't even want to play the dlc yeah it's such a, it's such a bad 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 i don't understand it i do not get it um, yeah, it's, it's not like last gen where you went from 360 to Xbox One where you were going from like Power PC to x86 architecture yeah. mm-hmm. and games had to be remastered and recompiled and stuff. Nope. You're literally going from x86 to x86. And even then, What's, they did a bunch of studios did this thing where you traded in the game, you got like a $10 upgrade fee and you got the new version. They're not even offering this. It's like, no, no. 40 bucks. Like, so that's even crazier. Yeah, it's essentially, it's essentially you're paying for a patch. That's yep. it. Yeah. And you know what's funny? On PC you'd be laughed out of the building. Oh, you paying for patches? I don't think so. And of course, yeah. you know, they get that for free. And the console user's like, oh, well, you're suckers because you pay for online multiplayer and now you're going to pay for patches. And like, they're, rewarding, they're rewarding the new people that waited on their entire game the whole time. At least freaking <laughs> EA of all people are literally have a time to upgrade for anybody. You True. buy our game, you have a year to get the next-gen version for free. EA! Of all publishers, and somehow Remedy and Five Five Hundred Five come with a worse uh, <laughs> tactic. It's like, are you? It's it's horrible, man. I well, it's like it's like as I said, I said in our Discord earlier today. Like right now, games are it's at a wild west because was it Two K is doing the the seventy dollars for games? Yeah, right. Yeah, so I think they thought other people games. were following them. It doesn't seem right. like anybody Everyone else is following. Sixty. Them. Some people are giving free upgrades. Some are giving free timed upgrades, like EA, and some are saying no, forty bucks for an upgrade. Like this is the wild west of video games, right? Like it. This is the twenty twenty of video games. It literally is. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Like that's why know, I was appreciating Xbox trying to push people doing their way. Like they're pushing. Yeah. that as a part of their console, not just them. Like this is a part of the console buying Series X. You can expect this, and yeah, I hate this news. Maybe, maybe um, now Xbox will just buy it to be in Game Pass right off the bat. So uh, people, one more Xbox owners story, at least don't have to do it. And I've got one question that I definitely want to get Rance take on. So, Kev, WB Games is having DC Fandom August 22nd. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff coming out. Rocksteady's already teased their Suicide Squad game. Yep. Uh, Boss Logic went on on Twitter and he teased Injustice 3 is coming. He's definitely going to be there. So will NetherRealm's Ed Boon. Um, Jason Schreier also chimed in and said WB Montreal will have a new Batman game that's set to reveal there as well. The uh, 24-hour event premieres August 22nd. So it looks like Getting a lot of DC Comics video games on the way. This all comes after an an internal communication from um, CEO Jason Kalar that says Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment remains Mm -hmm. part of the team and focused on delivering content to fans, which has led lots of people to say they're no longer for sale. I read that full brief. By no means does that full brief indicate that they are not for sale. It just says nobody's bought us yet, so we're going to keep much. going. It just kind of says that we're still on. developing games, which I never expected yep. them not to. Um, not, I'm not saying that anybody's about to buy them. I've been saying the whole time. Uh, the initial reports that I saw, I think, in a Wall Street Journal, I think Kyle shared it, was they were hoping for something in like the four to five billion market, and apparently offers were coming in in like the two to three. So yep. I was kind of you know leery on if anybody was actually going to take the jump anyway. Um, but even outside of the acquisition aside, uh, Kevin, how excited are you to see new Batman stuff? I am super excited. First off, if this is all true, the price, the asking price may go up based on this. If these well, you don't get those games out, a part of the deal. If you no, got no, those know, games a part of the deal, then sure. <laughs> right, but it's showing the value here behind it. It's like, you give me a Suicide Squad game and you're going after the Justice League, I get to kill Superman or go after Superman? All for it. I hate Superman. All for it. Um, Injustice, always been a fan of it. Another one would be fantastic, and I wasn't expecting this. Uh, I kind of thought Ed Boon was just focusing more on Mortal Kombat at this point, but clearly... 
I think it's coming. If he's going to be there, there's no other reason Ed Boon would be yeah, there pretty much, other than Injustice. Um, and then the Batman on, on top of it that we've been teased for for like a year at this point. Just take my money right now. Like that. That's it. I'm buying all these games, Donnie. Like it's it's done. Like I'm a big fan of all of this stuff going on. Rocksteady has proven they can handle these types of games. Uh, WB Montreal didn't do a bad job with Batman Origins either. So I'm excited to see this. And you know, if it's Court of Owls and stuff, that's a really great storyline to play with with Batman. And then just more injustice. I am for all of this. So I will be tuning in and, and devouring the news as it's hitting. What do you think, Rand? I agree, man. Like it has been way too long since we've heard anything from rocksteady the fact that they only put out one game this gen is criminal yeah batman arkham knight in, two, in, in 2015 uh god when suicide squad even coming out are we uh, next year 2022 at this point I, like i don't even know but i hope yeah. it's sooner than later but yeah yeah i'm kind of very interested in you like originally when i had heard they were working on suicide squad i was like oh really because i was told that they pitched a Justice League game to Warner Brothers, they shot it down. They pitched mm-hmm. a Superman game to Warner Brothers, they shot it down. I'm like, man, a Justice League game? How cool would have that been, right? But a Suicide Squad game where you play as the villains and you're like hunting the Justice League, that is pretty damn cool. Yep. And I have utter faith in Rocksteady to completely nail it. So can't wait to see it. Same thing with Court of Owls. Like, I just want a new Batman game. I'm a yep. big fan of, of Batman. I love the Arkham games. That's probably next year at this point. Yeah. Um, on Justice 3, I love... Netherrealm. I love the games they make. I just think, is it a little bit early for the announcement of Injustice 3? Is it possible that, like, that he's there to announce maybe, like, the f- Fighter Pack 2 or a new character. Or 3 for yeah. Mortal Kombat that'll feature uh, Warner Brothers characters oh, that's in, true. in Mortal Kombat? Like, is it, it could. Yeah, because usually that's a two, it's a two years in between each, right? Like, it's Injustice yeah. 2, two years, Mortal Kombat, and they usually do the announcement. Like, this year they did Mortal Kombat uh when well that was last year they did they announced it it like april and it came or when did they announce it they announced it um i forget but it was it was there wasn't that much gap between the announcement and the game coming out well a sleuth like Um, me wants to say if you were hoping to sell them maybe showing them what they're worth before sell them yeah and actually it was announced december uh december 6 2018 mortal kombat 11 so and it came out uh what this year uh april 2019 Okay, so it came out last year. Oh man, it's really been a year since. Mortal yeah, Kombat so I mean, I, I think he could announce it. And it comes yeah, out I guess next you're year because right. you, you know how he is with teasing the characters for a long period of time. He yeah. did that with Injustice Two really slow. Um, I could see them doing the same thing at this point. Yeah. I think Spawn was the last um, DLC character they were doing for Eleven. I don't know if they were planning another one after that or not. Yeah, then they did the collection with like uh, yeah. uh, RoboCop and stuff. So you're yeah. right. Maybe, maybe they do unveil unveil Injustice. So maybe. Maybe you're right, Donnie. Like maybe uh, if you're trying to pitch this to potential investors and, and companies that want to buy, and here's Unjustice Three, and here's Batman, and here's Suicide Squad, and maybe well, Monolith's game probably wouldn't be. Let's there, right? show it's you how really much DC, these licenses and these developers right, can excite worth. people. Yeah, yep. and I do think I know there was a lot of people that came out after uh, the restructuring that said, "Oh, it's not for sale." But when I actually listen to people with the legal background, they're like, no, it's more likely that it's going to be sold now. Yeah. yeah. Like they like they're in layoff mode. They want to get rid of stuff. They, they're not really looking to keep it. So I, from all accounts, EA Activision Take Two is interested. I know for a fact Microsoft is. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt Microsoft buys them, even though I would love it, love it if they did. I, I, I think if you had to I had to guess, I would say EA is the one who ends up eventually purchasing them 
which is unfortunate because EA, I mean, EA has done better recently, especially with Star Wars, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. It's true. But they're not the best. No, they like, still like to, they like to be too hands-on with their developers. Yeah, they've killed like, so many studios. Bioware is a shell of its former self. That's yeah. what I'd be scared of. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Respawn might be changing the culture there because they seem to be doing better than ever. It's true. So it's possible like Rocksteady comes in and, and Monolith and uh, NetherRealm and they thrive. But uh, God, I really wish Xbox. I really wish Phil and X, everybody at Xbox was like, we need this for the future, for more content for Game Pass and xCloud. Yeah, granted, whatever they would make would be years away. Sure. Yeah. Would be, but it'd be so worth it, especially if, if you they actually bought WB license. games, that'd be totally worth a reason buying an Xbox. I mean, you're getting like, you're getting two <laughs> world-class developers and monolith. Who's really, really good. Yep. Yeah. And if you can get the licenses and, and maybe like, Hey, we want to make a justice league game. Like go ahead. We got the license. How, what would justice league do for X cloud and game pass? Like triple right. a huge justice league game. Day one, maybe it would, they'd be forced to keep it multi-platform, but it would be day one on game pass and yep. like I, I there's one these are one of those things that don't the opportunity doesn't happen all the time compete yep. with spider-man they, so it's they like should you, they need that counterbalance you need, you need i don't know i hope they do but it's just i don't think they will think you're saying will all them. the things that kevin wants to hear we had a long yep. long discussion about it i i don't think it's worth the money for xbox considering um either making exclusive lessons or value or if they have to open an exclusive it doesn't really help them with their initiatives but um but yeah, Kevin does. Kevin wants I, all the things. <laughs> I do think you're right that for what it, they want, four billion is probably not. Yeah. It's probably too much. If you're but- Activision, I think you look at it. I'm trying to remove my fandom away from it, right? If you're Activision, you look at it and you think we'll make more money off of these properties than Xbox will. Thus, we can outbid them. I think well, that's no, part. Nobody of it. can bid my, outbid Microsoft. Well, if Microsoft really wants it. If they want it, yeah, if yeah. they want it, yeah, absolutely. They could just buy whatever they want if they absolutely wanted to. I'm just thinking that somebody at Microsoft probably, you know, weighs the risk of of acquisitions like that. Right? I think it's. Yeah. I think it's one of those month month after month long year discussion where I think Xbox really wants them, and I think they're going over all the legal stuff. What What does the licenses look like? Uh, which ones can we have? Which ones are a little quagmire? Because I just said, just said on the podcast, like he knows they're talking, and they yeah. maybe even have already made a bid. So they're they're gonna want that licenses to go with them if they get yeah. the DC. I mean, we didn't even talk about like WB has Harry Potter. They have other things that like that potentially could be huge money. And as a fan, I have a lot more faith in Microsoft and Phil letting these designers and developers be developers like no one no one can tell ed boone what to do i'm sorry like that will that won't fly he's been doing his own thing for this entire time with mortal Kombat. like he's not going to let you know ea come in and, and strong arm him into doing things so you know if ea would have purchased that that'd be a big conflict there i think and activision you know probably wouldn't be as involved as as you know ea would be but it's still i have more faith in xbox allowing these developers to just do what they do best they're already letting these acquisitions do that so they have that track record, but you're right. Like, is the Halo. paycheck worth doing it? Because they're going to need to buy them, and then they're still going to need to pay more for the licenses on top of that if they want to leverage those. And, and like I said, if the deal came with the licenses, and I think it, I think it that's could, totally different, right? Yeah. If the deal came with the licenses, if you acquire the developers with exclusive rights to the licenses, then then I think it maybe makes a lot more sense for Microsoft, at least money wise, to get involved. Yeah. Um, Rand, I'm sorry, we've gone an hour twenty. Um, I have one <laughs> final question that I want to get. <laughs> quite to. okay. Um, Billy asked, and I thought this was a really interesting question. This is one I wanted to save for you. Um, after comments that Game Pass isn't super profitable right now, 
Is going all in on the Game Pass model a mistake for Xbox? If this doesn't work, how can they ever go back to a traditional model? If it doesn't work, I don't think there's an Xbox. I agree. I, I, might, they, I think Phil's made a bet on Game Pass as a huge focal point, if not the platform for Xbox, being on the consoles, being on PC, uh, and also a bet on game streaming. With XCloud, they have a very significant competitive advantage over everybody, over Google, over Amazon, yep. over PlayStation, to the point where even Sony's wanting to use the Azure servers. So they've made a bet. He's made a bet and basically is saying game streaming is going to take off. You know, it's a long play, 10 years probably, right? Yeah. And that Game Pass is going to be the driver of X- the Xbox platform in the future. Maybe not right today, but eventually down the road. And those are long-term plays. So if those long-term bets don't pay off in 10 years and game streaming does not take off, and if Game Pass doesn't grow to the critical mass that Xbox needs it to be, then quite frankly, there'll be no Xbox. Satya will probably cut the division and sell it off. Uh, He gave it a good try, and that will be that. That's my honest-to-God opinion. Uh, that if both of those initiatives do not work, since they're the core pillars of Xbox, there won't be an Xbox. I'm inclined to agree, and and, uh, I was one of the folks that had a a founder's edition of Stadia, and what I've been saying since the beginning of Stadia was their business model doesn't work. In a streaming environment where everything is digital and it's through the cloud and you physically don't get a disc and you physically don't have hardware, you can't then expect people to pay $60 per software. I think you can try. I just don't think the customer... The customer base that's going to adopt streaming, everybody always goes to Netflix, right? Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Look how look how uh, successful Netflix is. They're not paying $30, $40 per movie. They pay $10 a month to have access. That's what you're paying for. You're, you're renting access to a library. Um, the idea that you would then build your own library on top of a fee is always one that puzzled me. And I think Xbox is way ahead of the game um, because they have content. It's baked into services they already have. And as we've said for a long time, they are winning future generations right now, even if you don't realize it. Um, Kevin has an Xbox. Kevin's kids are exposed to Xbox. Mm-hmm. Kevin has an account that has Xbox games. And if Kevin's kids go away and they want to play games, they can stream them through Kevin's account on their phone with all the games that they already have. That is yeah. such a huge advantage of where we are right now in streaming. And I think the industry has proven that eventually when infrastructure picks up. I've been saying this almost every podcast I've been on for two years. Streaming is the future. Now, it may not be the indefinite future. It may not be the only way. There's too much money in streaming for developers and publishers for it not to be the focus. There's no reason why you have to keep selling hardware and why you have to keep upgrading and why you have to keep going these console cycles and what's back compat and what's not. There's no reason for any of that to exist in a streaming space. There's just none. And you have full control and you get recurring revenue off your creation, not just a $60 purchase and then it's done. And you get rid of used games, like all of it. All of those things are factors as to why these companies will push towards streaming when streaming is attainable. And we already see that now it is attainable for some, not all, but it will be. It will be. I don't know when, but it will be. And when it is, yeah, Xbox will be there because of the decisions they're making now. And they'll they'll be ahead in the game because of the decisions that they're making now, even if it's not returning, you know, if the ROI isn't returning right now. 
Yeah. You know, apparently, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but you know, Phil Spencer's on that, uh, Gary Wood's animal crossing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently he said during that live stream that, uh, that we found out 24 hours after 343 made the announcement to everybody at 343 that Halo was delayed. Really? So they so they made the announcement to us a day after 343 internally delayed the game. Huh. So what because wow. I did have to wonder like how quickly that whole discussion came like how long were they discussing it and how long did they know it was delayed before they announced it? And I guess if you listen to that interview, which is going on right now, apparently it was twenty four hours. <laughs> they 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 announced the full delay to everybody at three four three and then they next day they announced it to the world. Wow. So I guess it was just a matter of they, they show the game, they see the initial reaction, they rally the horses, they sit down, they they t- they map out what needs to be done, and then they basically put that to truth, and they were like, we can't get this done in time. And then, okay, then we have to delay it. That's, that's at least what I'm seeing on the uh, interwebs at this point in time. Wow. But yeah, um, as for your point about Game Pass being um, not profitable, I think that's it's, it wasn't designed to. Um is my talks with people at Xbox like it was never designed to be profitable at the beginning. They're giving that it away for a dollar. <laughs> right. That was the whole point. That they're in what was all described to me as user acquisition yep. where you see all these great deals and Microsoft spending all this money to acquire users. And then at some point, whenever whatever number it is, they'll go into user retention, potentially down the road years from now they raise the price just like netflix did mm-hmm. it's just kind of the fake concern people have regarding xbox like is game pass profitable who cares if game pass is profitable i'm not worried about microsoft's coffers Rand's when my I dude watch, <laughs> when i watch umbrella academy on on, on uh, season two on netflix i'm not worried that netflix is billions of dollars in debt all i care about is the quality content that they put out so it's it's, it's just a bunch like when those things get brought up it's just fake concern by people who normally don't even care about the Xbox platform, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter to me. I love you for this. It wasn't designed to be profitable within the first five years anyways. So what does it matter? What if it matters is Microsoft's losing money? I don't care if they are. It's just you got to wonder how long that plays like you're like you're right. First five years. That's one thing. I think that's that's a reasonable amount of time. But like Netflix is on year 13. Mm-hmm. And they're still operating with like negative two billion dollars cash flow a year, and investors are really what's keeping it afloat. Now Microsoft doesn't have those same types of concerns, especially the Xbox division. But at what point does it become a concern? But I agree with you. Like if Game Pass goes away, I, I think you're right. Xbox overall is in trouble because they put all their eggs into this basket. I don't think they can go back to just being like, oh, well, we're just going to sell you these games now. Like I'm, I'm too spoiled now to get Gears on Game Pass to get you know every exclusive yeah. on Game Pass. Like you. It's gonna be real hard to turn around and tell me like, no, no, sorry, you gotta buy it for sixty bucks. Like, that well, is why I've always, you know, they haven't been that great, so I'm okay with passing on it now. And I just won't play it. The analogy I always use was the WWE Network instead of Netflix because yeah. they're very similar, but nobody knows yeah. what the WWE Network is. So they don't get it. Um, but Rand, I love your, I love your comments because I've been saying a lot of the same thing. I've been telling folks uh, I have four years of Game Pass stashed, just codes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I keep telling everybody at every podcast that we do. And I'm going to say it one more time. If you see a deal, the buy one, get one, buy one, get three, buy six months, get six months, stash it while you can stash as many of them as you can. If you're planning on partaking in this, just like Gamers Club Unlocked, right? We all got cut off. We all got cut off guard when they just closed it. They closed it right then and there. 
how nice would have been if you had stashed into that because you'd still be reaping the benefits of of the rewards i plan on doing the same thing i love game pass and it is the system seller it is the system even but uh if you're buying an xbox series x like me the only thing that you can really say is how much you love game pass and you want you know play the game pass games best as they can be played that's really the only reason you have left so uh yeah uh, game pass and and that's the thing yeah they're giving away for a dollar it's not like it, it's clear they're not making they're not trying to make profit but they will yeah. at one point in time those dollar deals are going to go away and all of a sudden people are going to start paying 15 and they'll lose yeah. some folks but they'll keep some folks mm-hmm. and those of you that shop thrifty now you'll save a lot more money in the end save a ton yeah, yeah. and there's still big game pass announcements to make uh i'm pretty sure from what i've heard that they have a deal with the publisher that is uh going to be announced soon Ooh. I don't know the specifics of the of the deals. Like does I don't know if that means like their games will be day one in Game Pass or whatever. Or I don't even know who the publisher is, but it's supposed to be a pretty big announcement. Uh that that potentially could be coming next week. I don't think it'd be part of Xbox presentation, but there's still there's still stuff that's gonna happen this month. Uh it's just I think the big things were kind of uh pushed to next month. Remember, Kev, he's not an insider. I'm no, not, not at all. I'm not, not at all. <laughs> I'm not at all. Um, that's going to do it for this week uh, for us here in the Xbox Empire on behalf of Kevin and myself. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you're enjoying the new Xbox content on the PSVG Podcast Network. I'm going to say it one more time, Rand. Thank you so much for coming yes. to the show as a big admirer of yours and your podcast and all the things you do. It means the world to me and uh, I was really, really happy we could make this happen. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on and we should probably do this again because I had a great time. Awesome. Yeah. And it was under two hours, which is amazing. Say nice <laughs> things to try, Jez. We, not to to we were going to move dates and take off time and like record at 12 in the afternoon so we could accommodate Jez on the show. So we'd like to do more crossover with you guys in the future. So thank you so much. And uh, everybody out there uh, in Xbox land, in the words of Uncle Phil, there's no power greater than X. Mm-hmm.